0: yo what's up everybody it is kaplan and crew on a monday yep one of those mondays but uh first before we get to the show uh time to talk about our wonderful sponsors the seven mile casino just minutes away from downtown san diego with all your favorite table games and what a great place to go watch monday night football bengals rams eagles whoever they're playing what an absolutely Perfect spot to play your favorite table games and to watch sports. Big TV's everywhere. Seven Mile Casino now with the Sammy's Restaurant and Bar with the Fool Bar uh, just minutes away from downtown San Diego and right off the 5 Freeway, 7milecasino.com. And remember, it's all supposed to be fun. So if you have any sort of problems, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, BetUS, welcome to one of our newest sponsors for the football season, betus.com. Or call one 800 my bet If you listened to me, you went one and one this weekend if you listen to browner you went one and one this weekend overall i'm doing okay on the season i think i'm five and three on my picks uh 1-800 my bet us or visit betus.com. mushroomlife mushroom life uh with a y l y f e mushroomlife.com slash great friends to get 50 percent off your first order 0 five, oh, 50 five, oh, off your first order at mushroomlife.com slash great friends shout out to everybody that's already purchased stuff at mushroom life and has sent us your receipt. We sincerely appreciate it. Tori Holistics, the promo code is amazing. A-M-A-Z-I-N-G. Amazing. Tory Holistics, California Holistics, online or in store. Spend a minimum of $75 and you will get 20% off your purchase at Tory And California Holistics, are you looking to buy a home? Or are you looking to sell a home? Well, there's only one guy to call and that's Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299. MountTrustRealty.com. Gary, it's awesome. You just got to call that number, 858-376-1299. He will answer. He'll talk you through whether you whatever you want to do whether you're buying or selling gay okay, will talk you through it all mountjustrealty.com and finally penske san diego penskysandiego.com. If you're looking to buy a car uh it is the easiest way to do it it's very 2023 way to do it because you go on their website you pick what kind of car you want it tells you every single car they have on their lots right now it's actually really really convenient so penske san diego penskysandiego.com. i think that's it i think that's everybody um yeah i guess it's time for me to face the music of what the vikings just did this weekend let's go yo what's up everybody welcome to kaplan and crew once again it's just us the crew alex video jason lawhead john brown are with you guys on a monday after a uh not so thrilling nfl sunday depends who you're a fan of i guess uh me and browner uh we will are we gonna have therapy today browner like what do we i don't even know what we're gonna do today but we'll get into that here shortly we are brought to you by seven mile casino seven uh seven mile casino is just minutes away from downtown san diego and right off the five freeway and if you are looking for somewhere to watch monday night football tonight uh, i recommend seven Mile Casino. all your favorite table games tons of tvs everywhere Big screen TVs everywhere. A full Sammy's restaurant and bar mm-hmm. with a full bar. It is an absolute great place to watch football. A smoke-free environment. So go check them out. 7 Mile Casino. SevenMileCasino.com. Remember, it's all supposed to be fun. So if you have any sort of issues, you got to call 1-800-GAMBLER. Boys, Jason, Browner week three almost in the books we do have a big game here locally Bengals uh hosting the Rams I think that's a very intriguing matchup will he play will Joe Burrow won't play we'll figure we'll talk about that later um obviously you see the shirt I'm wearing a fat Tony production this team makes me drink this Vikings team is in complete um uh not shambles because to me I told Browner laughed at me but I do think that this year, every win is a loss, and every loss is a win. In the race for Caleb Williams, if I'm if I'm just being honest, what's what I want? I think we're as a Viking fan, we're moving on from Kirk Cousins. That's that's evident. New York Jets, hello, come take him. He's all yours. Leads the league in passing yards. Leads the league in touchdowns. Come on in and get him. Uh, but fellas, the Vikings outcharged the Chargers yesterday. <laughs> that's the only way you can say what happened yesterday. Um, Brandon Staley did his thing with a stupid fourth down attempt. Ended up paying off, so maybe not so stupid. But, fellas, Browner, start with you. What would you think about what you saw, just in general, in the NFL yesterday? Well, the fact that the
1: Dolphins scored 70 points and they probably could have had 80-something,
2: that's
1: that's an interesting place to start because that's a division team who they beat. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought what we saw in Minnesota was – a how-to on how to get fired. That's what I thought that was. Win or loss. Win or mm-hmm. loss. He he shouldn't coach another game. And I he being Brendan Staley. Okay. If if it's it's clear whether you like Tom Telesco, not Tom Telesco, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tom Telesco's general manager for the for the Chargers. Whether you like him or not, he can draft players. Now, whether they stay healthy is a totally different discussion. Because apparently Mike Williams has an ACL. Oh, he's done
0: for the year officially.
1: This kid who they got, whose last name I can't pronounce, getting after the quarterback like that, that's a draft thing. That's not, oh, we coached him up and now he's good. That's a draft thing. That kid, uh, because Khalil Mack has vanished. That kid on the other side of Joey Bosa, and if Mack ever figures out to come back, like that's amazing. You – what the, the Chiefs look to get their groove back, but I wouldn't really say you're getting your groove back if you did it against the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. So as I look around the league, Dallas showing you who they really are, which I thought was, you know, just the icing on a Sunday cake is the Cowboys supposed to be, you know, you fill in the blank, whether you go with the Ravens defense or whether you go with the Bears defense or where, like the Steel Curtain, you name a historical defense. Through two weeks, every person who watches football was telling you Dallas is about to be the next one. How about
0: now? Mm. How about now? Josh Josh Dobbs. Got beat by Josh Dobbs.
1: That that guy showed up two weeks ago
0: Mm -hmm. and worked you.
1: Worked Mm -hmm. you. Stop it.
0: Jason, I never thought coming in here on Monday that (laughs) your team would be the only one to get a win, but here we are. Shows how bad the Titans really were, in my opinion, because they looked awful, again, offensively. Offensively, offensively the Titans have looked awful two of three weeks and guess who they didn't look awful against the Chargers. But Jason, your team, Deshaun Watson, they made him look good just the way they made Ryan Tannehill look good. He is I good. mean, stop it. What'd you think about your boys? I Manu thought Watson
3: weekend? took huge steps forward. And you know, I do, I'm doing these little videos uh, on my YouTube for some Browns fans who follow me a little little pre-snap and recap stuff, little 5-7 minute little johnson and uh I yeah I said, look, at the end of the day, even through all of the ugliness of that Pittsburgh game and the fact that he hadn't played well in the Cincinnati game and, you know, kind of just getting his footing in those last few weeks of the season, it's been eight weeks. You know, Baker Mayfield was the quarterback for 58 uh, games, you know, so this was his ninth game as a Cleveland Brown broken up over the end of a season and the beginning of a new season. And to come off of what happened to Chubb, you know, I I thought obviously Tennessee stopped us on the run game. We had to and they knew they were going to come after that. That's their strength anyway. And they were going to come after that and really, really make that going to be a point and say, let's stuff that run. They don't have Chubb and let's make Watson create some things and I thought he did a great job looking a little bit like the older Watson stepping out of trouble eluding sacks uh, they ran a couple of formations when the running game wasn't going they they threw a misdirection little handoff left pulled the guard in the tackle and he went off the right side when they were in the red zone for a nice scamper for about seven eight nine years just a great play called great execution so he looked he looked invested mentally into the game i think for the first time really at all facets he didn't give the ball away which is the key for this team as good as that defense looks and now after mm-hmm. a few weeks we're looking at a team where you know yeah dallas has a a, a really good defense the, philly there's a couple other ones out there i think you'll always give san francisco the top tier defense in the league right now but man the cleveland browns look like yeah. a two or three defense and They've got a guy that can put, you know, he's uh he's a Hercules that can put that defense on his shoulders when maybe there's some holes in it in matchups and go create double teams, break through double teams, get a huge sack. So with a guy a like Gary carrying them a load, two or three um, guys
0: followed him, right? Like every time they were the moving, end of the game. he was
3: moving in motion uh, on defense, and they were having tight ends following. They eventually had to call a timeout on a play. Dude, it was there hilarious.
1: Some, there are some people, and I I've said this. It's been well-documented on this show. I think Miles Garrett is the best defensive player in the NFL. I've said that for years now. There are certain people who are multipliers. When they're on the field, they make everybody better because the level of attention that you have to pay to that person. Everybody else gets one-on-ones. This is what made the Rams so good when Aaron Donald was at the top of his game. You had to focus on him. So now you're in the center of your offense. And you got two guys trying to block one guy, and they're still not doing it. And no, Garrett. the other three guys on the line, they got one on ones now. That's what Miles Garrett gives you, and he's always giving you that. And I'm so happy to now start to see because they've now getting they're getting some offensive production that he start he's going to get more uh, uh, shine than hitting right. somebody with a helmet, like because. This defense took a so much
3: criticism for the last few years, camouflaging the Baker Mayfield love. This this defense Correct. took a lot of criticism because they would play great, and then eventually you keep going three and out or your quarterback turns over the football. You're, Somebody gonna bend, you, you bend, you bend, you bend, you're eventually going to break. And then as the season goes on and you realize this offense isn't going to take us anywhere, you just kind of fizzle out. And, yes, Schwartz is an upgrade at D.C., no doubt. I, I think the difference is how he dials up defenses, the teams he knows, the coaches he knows on the other side. Who, you know, so that's huge for this team. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Garrett is making guys like Zedarius Smith look like Reggie White, A- and the, everything's kind of you know um, immersing itself. Uh, you know, Alex Wright looked like an All-Pro. <laughs> you know, so we've got guys, that, and then we're better at the linebacker, and now the you know we've got fierce front four better at the linebacker and we're fearless and and we're very uh you know adept in the secondary right now just looking like a really good football and so man I I'm not you know I know the Titans aren't going to be a team that's going to be there at the end of the day but they have pride they have a really good coach they come in there prepared and for us to bounce back the way we did and the way we had to after how bad Pittsburgh made us look the injury the the questions with uh, Watson, huge win and, and a, and, a, and a way to win it, to make things. I feel like this is still an 11, 12 win looking team, even if Chubb's out.
0: In a division that's kind of weird because I don't know who's good in that division and who's not. I really just don't. Yeah. Like, I don't Pittsburgh, like the Ravens. The Ravens are great. just consistently hurt. They just lost to the Colts. They just lost to Gardner Minshew yesterday. Doesn't um, make any sense, does it? The Steelers. Yeah. They, their defense very similar to the Browns. Like they could cover up a lot of holes. I feel like because TJ Watt just continues to get sacks over and over yeah. and over. They got the Steelers got dudes. That's just a very weird defense.
3: If you're the Steelers and you were to say at, at the beginning of the season, look at the end of the three weeks, we're going to have beat Cleveland. Uh, We're going to have beat the Raiders in Vegas. And our only loss is going to be the 49ers who have won 13 straight oh. regular season games. You'd be like, That's an amazing start. I don't care how bad we looked against San Francisco. They make a lot of people look bad.
1: And can I just, can I, again, I will, I will, there's some things where certain teams get jumped on and I just want to call attention to it when it happens in other places, okay? We give the Chargers flat because they deserve it for the way that they exited this city and the way that they get treated in Los Angeles.
0: And for what they do in the field.
1: Yeah, 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 but, (laughs) but. I've now seen the 49ers going dominate SoFi from a stands perspective, from a fan's perspective. Mm. What you saw yesterday by the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base in Las Vegas should not happen. That should not happen unless it's designed that way. And now the Vegas, Vegas situation may be designed that way that they wanted people from all around the world to come to and be quote unquote Vegas
0: fans. But bruh,
1: from a player's perspective, no, 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 no,
0: no. Well, right? no. there's a lot of reports already, and they happened last year because Josh McDaniels is. Listen, there's a lot. We always we always harp on bad quarterback play, like that's really what the NFL gets driven by, right? Like the the quarterback play of 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 the rookies. Like how many people are already labeling Bryce Young certain things, and now like because CJ heard Stroud already has, right, and now CJ Stroud has 900 passing yards in the first three games, and now like you want to like crown him like already. So, like, right. the thing is, like, this this league is driven by quarterback play, by opinions on quarterback play. There's so many bad quarterbacks in the NFL. There's equally – um there's an equal amount of bad coaches in the NFL. Yes. Josh McDaniels is that guy where yes. because he was a coach with Bill Belichick, because he had success as a coordinator with Bill Belichick, he got a second chance. But he's shown you already he is a bad head coach in Denver. He was a terrible head coach in Denver. Yeah. He showed you last night. That there are equal amount of bad coaches as there are quarterbacks. However, you feel about Jimmy Garoppolo, and trust me, my boy had a bad game yesterday. He's not even my boy, but that dude had a bad game yesterday. He threw some interceptions that were just like, wow, what oh, are you
1: doing? Man, yeah. Like, what are you doing? He threw but that, one that one where Josh he was Mc... trying to throw it away. And I'm like, Bro, that's yeah. a punt. Like, what what? what?
0: But what Josh McDaniels yeah. did last night down eight and to kick a field goal with like two minutes left, down eight, and then in the post game press – and then in the post game press conference, they say, "Oh, we were going to need two possessions anyways." What? What? And there's already reports they came out last year that the Raiders are so cash poor that they don't have money to fire Josh McDaniels because they don't mm. have money to pay him off to to shish away. And listen, huh? I understand if if Scott says something about about Brandon Staley, it gets taken as hater. If Browner says something about Brandon Staley, it gets taken as you lead the Charger bandwagon with her bolt, right? Correct. So I this I this year have tried to stay down the middle. Objectively, what he did yesterday was dumb. Like, there is no other way around wait, Which it. one? The fourth and one call on your own 30 or whatever it was. Oh, uh, yeah. so wait, so you going back to the charges? okay. Going back to, I'm saying, I said Brandon State, like, fourth and okay. one, I'm just talking about bad coaching, what I saw yesterday, bad coaching. Okay. Fourth and one... When you're only up four to give the team back on your own, on that side, so close to the field, if you weren't playing the Vikings, chances are you get punished elsewhere. The New York Jets, you know what bad coaching is? To put every single, every single egg in one basket, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers, and then to have him play four snaps, and this is the result. This is the result. To have every coach, and it's documented on Hard Knocks, have every coach, hey, don't worry, Aaron will get us through this. Aaron will get us through this. Aaron will get us through this. Now you got Zach Wilson, and now you have Robert Sala. And I have audio for all this stuff. We'll play it all. Robert Sala was asked, like, why are you playing Zach Wilson? Yeah, the answer was, I don't know about you guys. I just saw bad coaching everywhere. Browner, I saw every snap of the Bears-Chiefs game. We can harp on that. Like, there has been just awful. The Broncos, Sean Payton, what he's done in Denver so far, embarrassing. Like there is just bad coaching because we'll blame players all day long, but we have to point out. And there is the the annual Jason I'm, leaving uh, in the uh, first segment because his computer froze. But Bronner, I don't know about you, man, that stood out to me. The bad coaching was, it was prevalent everywhere.
1: I thought that is the largest point that I haven't heard anybody make so far this season. And it is 100% spot on. The coaching is atrocious. Around certain parts of the NFL. Now, me personally, from a Bears perspective, I'll speak from a Bears and Chargers perspective because those are the two teams I'm watching like a Hawk. Like, I'm dead on those two teams. Right. I'll start with Brandon Staley because I got way too much to say about the Bears and, you know, a minute won't really get me there. If you have, I didn't have a problem with him going for it on fourth and one. So, I'm going to be that guy. I'm gonna, cause, and, and I'll take whatever. Wow. I, I'm, I'm going to be that guy. I didn't have a problem with him going for it on fourth and one because your quarterback was 44 for 49. Keenan Allen had like 19 catches at okay. some point. Like, he looked like Justin Jefferson. Like he going was unstoppable. For it, going for it's good, but the play. Oh, yes. So let me finish. So let me so let me get to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I didn't. I didn't have a problem with going for it. But it's who you gave the ball to that I had a problem with. They couldn't stop your passing game, your short passing game to be specific, all day long. So when he went for it, I was like, okay, this is, you know, chuck that thing two yards, let's keep it moving. But -hmm. you didn't turn around on some, oh, we're smarter than you. Here's a sneaky play. Give it to a guy who, how many carries he got this year? Mm -hmm. And go know it. And that's why when I started the show, I, I said, he should never coach another game for them ever because at the end of the day, you go with who got you there. That kid didn't carry the ball 30 times a game with over 200 yards. Like Justin Herbert completed 44 passes and had 400 yards. And you gave the ball to somebody who if he walked into the opposing team's locker room, they wouldn't know who he was. They didn't scout this guy. Like to say that this was a smart play It wasn't – you didn't run the ball all day because your quarterback completed 44 passes. So why are you running it now? That's the reason why, to me, I didn't have a problem with the call. I didn't have a problem with with going for it. I had a massive problem with the call because it it was tone deaf. It was tone deaf, and it was mad arrogant.
0: And I know that you have – Major stance on Jalen Hurts, and I think it was last week where you said, "Like, oh, this dude ain't that good. He just gets quarterback sneaks for touchdowns all the time." Correct. But at the end of the at the end of the day, Justin Herbert does not quarterback sneak, and it's it's part of football. Like it is dude. part of football to not have a six foot six big quarterback. Like Justin ball Herbert's not a small quarterback. He is a Josh Allen size almost. Correct. Just ball forward. How would ball that not is, is not part of everybody's yeah. play? Is crazy to me. It is crazy at, to at me at this point that the in the NFL. Is not part of the play
1: at this point in the NFL. If I, you do not have that plan, your playbook, your offensive of coordinator should be relieved of his duties. Period.
3: I I I think what the most alarming thing about that call there at fourth and one when Minnesota is out of timeouts, they they need a touchdown to, to to do anything to you. Field goal doesn't help. Right, 28-24, Correct.
0: On the 24 so, yard, on your own 24 yard. On your 24.
3: own 24. But what's more, what's almost more alarming about that call than all of his other past ones where you scratched your head and they've either lost the game or eliminated from the playoffs because of it and all this other stuff. Um, that one at week three, he's literally screaming out with that call our defense sucks so bad. I'd rather get scored on right now if we don't get it and have my three timeouts to maybe go back down the other end of the field and score instead of punting it away and letting them salt us down the field for the minute and 40 and then not have time left when they do score the touchdown. It's almost like he's saying, That's how bad I'm a defensive coach and I'm going to make this crazy call on fourth and one on offense because my defense stinks so bad. I'd rather have. The Vikings score in the next 25 seconds on a short field, so at least I yeah. can use my three
0: timeouts. <laughs> it was a minute and because it was a minute yeah, and a minute 50 seconds left. So it wasn't right. it wasn't right. like there was 10 seconds left in the game. Mm, and he was trying to ice it. Right. You're gonna give you're gonna give the ball back to the Vikings at the 24-yard line. And the Vikings listen, yeah, the Chargers had no success running the ball, but the Vikings were having all kinds of success either way, like Madison was running driven- it. Kirk Cousins was throwing it. They're, they were moving the ball. They just had bad turnovers. Only a touchdown hurts you, and
3: you gave them the ball in the red yeah. zone. I mean, yeah. it's insane. So, with a minute forty, we, like you said, there wasn't yeah. like, oh, they can only run one or two plays here with no timeouts. We'll, we'll yeah. gamble on our
0: defense today. They had a drop. They had a time yeah. for a drive <laughs> on a thing. Like Browner, you're dude. Like, listen, it, it, you don't have to be a football person to see where the chargers were and we're not having success yesterday the vikings do not have a good defense neither do the chargers (laughs) but like the vikings have given up the sixth most yards in the in the nfl this year like they are not a good defense but where was it successful i think the vikings forgot to scout keenan allen because he had 20 targets and 18 catches listen we'll get into all the details next Uh, i'm wearing the shirt because as much as i want the vikings to tank at the end of that game, I was like, you know what? It would be nice to beat the Chargers, though. It would be nice to, like, take this game, and we didn't do it. So, we'll we'll play you everything. I have Staley's responses to everything. So, uh, and back coaching, hey, I'll, I'll call him out a little bit. Kevin O'Connell, what was that at the end of the game? So, we'll talk about all this, all the details coming up. This is Kaplan and Crew. Welcome back, everybody. Kaplan and crew, Alex Padilla, John Browner, and Jason Lawhead with you guys again today. Uh, Today is Rosh Hashanah. So Scott is off. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, And yeah, I think what is the today's a fasting day. So he's fasting until sundown. Uh, So if you observe today, you're probably not watching. So I won't shout you out because you're not supposed to be watching. So Scott, back to tomorrow. Anyways, uh, Browner, do you have your Mushroom Life handy? Because it's time for Mushroom Life. With a Y, -Y L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You go there, and you will get 50% off your first purchase at mushroomlife.com slash great friends. And as Browner shows you every single day while we do the ad read, Mm -hmm. he takes that stuff right in front of you. Tell him about it, Browner. Right in front of you. Right now, I'm dealing with the
1: mental energy, and then I'm going to throw in some sustained energy. And like I said, I'm now taking this seven days a week. It has really helped me. I've, I've actually been able to notice the difference that it has made in my energy throughout the day. Even when I'm like, normally when you will have some downtime and you can try to relax, like it's still in you to be able to do that. But if you need to keep going and be on the move, like this has been mm-hmm. a huge plus for me. Obviously, y'all know I got four kids, so I got to keep up with all these cheering. So, I need a little kick, a little <laughs> kick in the a little pick me up, yeah. Pick me up, they'll pick me up. And that is that. your mushroom life, that's right. Uh, sex drop Saturday occurred, fellas.
0: Oh, no, yeah,
1: yeah. oh, no.
0: What did he say? I didn't, under, I didn't get it. Should this. we save for uncensored? Maybe we should save for uncensored. No, I no, no, this, we could, I look, need look, to put this look. on TV.
1: Jason, so let me. Oh, you gotta put this on TV. Okay, I gotta put this on TV. So I maybe can be let me PG it, let me PG it to do our sponsor yeah. some justice. It works, give okay. it some time,
0: uh huh.
1: Put it, it like that. I'll put it okay. like it works, give it some time.
0: More in the uncensored
3: 60 of, of the time, it works every time. <laughs> every
1: no, I think I think I think this is gonna be a 100 out of 100. Okay, you just uh, gotta you just I, gotta you know let it bake
0: baby yeah. number five announcement in five no years. no no after no, the no. baby after the baby's four years old <laughs> yeah mushroomlife.com slash great friends with a y l y f e mushroomlife.com com slash great friends you can to get 50 percent off your first purchase 50 50 50 off your first purchase all right boys let's jump into the details of what happened yesterday in Minnesota uh, because that is probably I listen I don't know what your guys' social media looked like over the weekend I know what mine did and it was people making fun of me like I, like I didn't see the game myself like I didn't know what happened myself uh we'll start off with the big I guess the big play in the, because it just goes in order so yeah I mean Browner Justin Herbert 40 of 47 405 yards Keenan Allen 215 receiving yards Mike Williams had a huge game before he got hurt I mean the Vikings were not stopping anything that the chargers were doing offensively as far as passing goes 40 of 47 for Justin Herbert, 405 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, Keenan Allen, 20 targets, 18 K. He looked like Puka Nakua, 215 yards, (laughs) one touchdown. He looked out there catching everything. Uh, it was incredible day for those two guys. Uh, but really somehow, some way Brandon Staley always gives us the ammo to talk about him the next day, win, lose, Almost draw, whatever. It's always about Brandon Staley because he keeps doing these things. Fourth and one, and uh, a minute 51 to go on their own 25 yard line. Brandon Staley does this he just goes for it with a minute and 51 remaining and he gives it to Joshua oh, Kelly, oh. but as from the fullback position, and he gets stuffed completely. Yep. And I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Here's what he said after the game. Am I going to hate this? Am I going to hate this? I don't. I don't know. Maybe yeah, just no timeouts, and it was less than a yard, and, and just we feel like we had the play to finish with the ball. We were protecting, you know, four points, not three. So that was part of, you know, my thought process, and uh, I believe in our group. You know, we came here to win, and that's what we were trying to do.
1: Okay, hold on. Let me. <laughs> okay. I believe in your group. You oh, punt okay. the ball away. So let me get this straight. So you went for it, and this is why I think he has to go because this is a terrible answer in addition to that, he didn't even lie well. You went for it because they didn't have any timeouts. Mm-hmm. But you went, But that clock, would make sense uh, if hold the on, clo- Hold on, yeah. hold, hold on, hold
3: on.
1: The clock is a dead ball <laughs> stop on a turnover on downs. Yes. So it's not like, okay, we get a stop, the clock's gonna keep running while the ball changes over. That's one, two, You put them within a throw of the end zone, you moron. So, but you're gonna say, oh, they didn't have any timeouts. You know what works better with timeouts? 80 yards. Correct, you didn't need a timeout. Because they had a minute. 80 yards works. 80 yards work where they're gonna need
3: timeouts in that scenario. They're gonna with a minute 57.
1: So if if he would have went up there and said, you know. Justin Jefferson broke us a couple of times for really long catches, really long touchdowns. I just didn't want to take a chance on giving this guy the ball back with Kirk Cousins because they were moving the ball well. We had some guys go down in the back end of our defense. And so we probably thought it would be better suited to try to go for it because our offense was being was moving the ball very well all day. and We thought we could
0: get a yard.
1: That's a way better explanation than they didn't have any timeouts. Well, I, what they didn't have and any like,
0: timeouts, but you gave them the ball in your own twenty-four yard line, and and with no timeouts, no timeouts, and incredible clock mismanagement at the end of that game, the Vikings still ran eight plays against you.
3: Eight, eight plays, and and they, ha- and they had a ball, and they had a ball on a on a receiver's hands oh, in yeah. the end zone oh, to win the football it. game.
0: First play of the game. I mean, first play. First play. By the way,
3: great <laughs> play. Too, by the way, yeah, great play. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, they were the, yeah. they were just, if he, if he holds that ball, they lose that football game. And Okay, then, okay let me ask you what guys a saying? question.
0: <laughs> let me ask you guys a question, too, because if the Vikings the went thing. on fourth and five, the Vikings converted to TJ Hawkinson. I believe it was fourth and five. And that was with 41 seconds to go. I think he caught it with 35 seconds remaining. And then this happens.
3: Dude, 25 seconds and counting to play. They gotta go, man. They gotta go. I thought they were gonna clock it. So much time being wasted here. 12 seconds when Cousins gets the snap. Steps up, throws for the end zone. Deflected, oh, and it's intercepted. No. Kenneth Murray after the double deflection ends up with the football and extinguishes the Vikings' hopes.
0: The Vikings pool of chargers and absolutely look ridiculously lost 35 seconds they hawkinson gets it goes down they the ref puts the ball down with 35 seconds to go they don't get a playoff they don't they don't down it they don't get a playoff until 12 seconds 12 seconds when they could have just spiked the ball regrouped and done all that why did they do that here's kevin o'connell with an answer that is staley-esque
2: There was a little bit of, with the crowd and and, and the situation, uh, with the headsets, there was a little bit of confusion early on by the time he was able to, uh, you know, cleanly hear me and get everybody aligned. Too much time had come off the clock, um, probably, uh, you know, looking back on it, you know, just should have clocked it and and taken the three snaps from there um, to try to punch the ball in the end zone. Um, But wanted to try to, the way we're defended down there, if we can get a call um, that essentially, It gives us a chance to score before they can set their defensive plan, bring extra DBs and things in the game um, to defend some of our personnel. I want to try to get one off. At the very least, you're thinking it's an incomplete and you've got enough time uh, under our normal operation uh, to get a few more. Get get, exhaust the rest of the downs if you need them. Uh, That's not what took place.
0: That's bad. That's a wrong call. That's the wrong call. It is always going to be the wrong call. I don't care who was on defense for the chargers when you had the ball. And that was in that, in that exact moment, everybody spikes the ball. Everybody, the the worst coach, the best coach, the right call is to spike the ball. Give yourself three opportunities from what the nine yard line, the nine yard line to give yourself three chances instead of forcing one because yeah, you didn't get the playoff. You killed a lot of time. So now what even like, let's just say that it was just an incomplete pass. With twelve seconds to go, now now you only get two.
2: Right.
0: Now you only get two. But you now got you get the ball, but you get the ball back. Eight seconds to go. You get another one. Like it was just.
3: You could have theoretically bad, coach, bad coaching, bad coaching you have, everywhere, man. You, you could have, in theory, ran the ball. Correct. In, I mean, if you got if you had your stuff together at the time of the clock, in theory, right. you could have snuck up and said, "Let's run a little handoff in the inside." They don't. They we it might. They not ready. If it doesn't, and they tackles down at the five, we run up. Then like we it. clock it. Mm-hmm. This is still, one of the you would have been at that 12 second mark, bro.
1: We like Kevin O'Connell on this show. If this was his first three games as a head coach, people would be saying they made the wrong hire.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: that level of dysfunction and in a bit like Kirk Cousins is a veteran quarterback. Why in the hell, when things are going that crazy, him, the individual, Kirk Cousins, Start signaling to spike it because clearly we don't have any timeouts and we're disjointed right now. Yeah. Just spike the ball, spike it. doesn't care if I can't hear it's first down. Just spike mm-hmm. it, man. Boom! Then you turn around, you curse Kevin O'Connell out, and then the next play, you get a touchdown, you win yeah. the game, and then the Chargers coach is fired. Like this, what you look at you made, you made a very shame on the
0: fans. Shut up, be quiet, shut up, I mean, shut up, home, <laughs> right? shut up, man. What are you making all that noise for?
1: You made a very valid point at the show, at the start of this show, that, and I think Jesse, this is when Jason's uh, computer took its its uh, annual timeout. (laughs) There has been very bad coaching around the NFL on Sunday. That was a clear cut example of two guys, two first time head coaches, not second year, but third, yeah, second year, just looking clueless, equally. Staley's third year, yeah. Yeah. Staley's third year, Kevin O'Connell's second year, both looking clueless in very tense moments. But we've seen Staley be clueless in very tense moments in very high stakes situations. I didn't think Kevin O'Connell had that in him. That's a bad sign. That's a very bad sign if you're a Vikings fan that he's gonna say it was a communication. All organizations, good coaches, they have a backup plan if things are chaos and the headset cuts out. This is what we run. This is what we do, situational football. Kirk Cousins, you've been in this league so long that you're generationally rich, bruh. You should know what to do without Kevin O'Connell. You've been in this offense for two years. yeah. And last year, you well, won so many one-score games, you've been in close games.
0: I agree. 11-1 yeah, last year, 0-3 this year in one, one-score games. Uh, Kirk Cousins, why didn't you spike the um, ball? Yeah, I just couldn't hear him in the noise and um, just ended up calling a play, and the play I called was the same play he was trying to get to never did fully hear him, you just kinda of correct just interpreted what he Yeah, I just I just
1: called a, I just called a play that you know, and then we always practice that, you know, if head suck goes out, what do you call and I just call the play and it ended up being the same one he wanted. When it's,
0: when it's kind of chaotic right there and you can't hear it. Do you have the authority to go up and clock it to get guys to do that or do you have to just run a play with-
1: Well I mean it I can do anything I want. I can go quarterback sneak it, I can do whatever I want, but at the same time you gotta also deal with the consequences you know, against Buffalo last year. I snuck it on my own and didn't get in. So, there you know, you, until you know the future, it's hard to know whether to take the reins or not. But I've done it before and and uh, try not to make a habit
2: of it, certainly.
3: That's, try wow. not to make a habit of wow. it. Like, they control the situation. Wow. I mean, go clock the football on first down with I no can... timeouts and that much time left. Like, that's, a, that's like a rookie mistake. That's a rookie mistake. The man
1: said, I can do whatever I want. But you didn't clock the ball in an obvious clock the ball situation. Like, these are the things where that's a rookie. If Justin Fields did that, I'd be like, "Eh, you know, that's dumb, but he'll learn from that. If Justin Herbert did that, I would be like, he's too good to be making that mistake, but he'll learn from that. Kirk Cousins, you better than that, bro. Veteran. You better than that. Because I like you now. You won so, me
0: over because of quarterback. I don't know. I was. That's exactly where I was going. Jason, I don't know if you watch quarterback. But, Brown, do you remember when we first recapped quarterback and I told you, didn't it feel like there's tension between Kevin O'Connell yes. and Kirk Cousins? Yes. Like, there is, like, a power struggle there. And yeah. I know I I don't think I'm reading too much into it. The Vikings are going to move on from Kirk Cousins. That is, yeah. like, they're not going to extend him this offseason. He's a free agent this offseason. They give him plenty of money. He'll be just fine wherever yeah. else he ends up, whether it be in a booth or whether it be on a team. He won't be a Minnesota Viking next year. There is some weird tension between those two mm-hmm. dudes. If you watch all eight episodes and, and and you were paying attention in game, those two dudes, there's a power struggle there. Like who's calling the plays, who's saying what. And that was one of those moments. And when Kirk Cousins says, I have the authority to do whatever I want. Yeah. And I don't know. There's just something there. But it, listen, I saw all your tweets, guys. I saw them all. Oh. And and I, I, I get it. I understand that people are mad at me and mad at the Vikings because they want the Chargers to lose every single game. And yesterday <laughs> was definitely a ah. game. It was definitely a game that the Vikings could have won, should have won. There was some bad like TJ Hawkinson got punked for a fumble, like just got ripped out of his hand. Ripped out. Um, okay, you want to know what it's like to be a Viking fan? You want to know what it's like? Here is let me, here's what it's like. Where is this stupid play? Here, this is what it's like to be a Viking fan when your quarterback oh, has a clear interception uh, and it ends up bouncing off his head into the arms of a wide receiver for the other team for a touchdown. That play right there, I'll play it again. This play right here. This is what that's it's like wild. to be a Minnesota Viking fan.
3: You know what else it's like to be a Minnesota Viking fan? If I was one, I would be thinking, hey, the guy that we couldn't, the guy that we gave up 18 catches to also threw a touchdown pass. Yeah. I yeah. I thought that.
0: He had, a, he had a, his if, a perfect quarterback rating this year. If, being a, if being
1: a. It, that's worse because it happened to you against the Chargers we Ah, are the
0: we are the nfc version of the chargers i don't know like oh my god we the three of us we've seen plenty of charger games the people watching and listening to the show right now have seen more charger games than viking games i've seen more viking games than charger games we are the nfc version of the chargers Mm -hmm. are we not super talented on the offensive side of the every year every Mm -hmm. year do we not find ways to lose stupid weight like Oh, y'all every got the Nate Cading game? I got the Blair Walsh game. You want to keep going? Like, we can keep right. going. Like, we got, we are the Chargers of the NFC. And every time they play each other, like, do you remember when Antonio Cromartie returned a, a, a kickoff or was it a missed field goal for a 109 goal for the, yards? Yeah. For yeah. 109 yards? Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that happens to the Vikings and the Chargers and the Vikings yesterday. I, I literally was like, okay, I don't know who's going to win this game. Because they're both trying to not win it, uh, they both are trying to not win it.
3: Oh, let me and let me get to this too. Oh,
1: that
0: if was like
3: those two coaches, like they were trying to get fired. If you're
1: if if you're Brandon Staley, and you're a defensive head coach, bro, your defense is getting cooked repeatedly. So I'm now getting to the point where are these players good? Because I know Bosa's good, but at this point, that's the only one I know is good because. Uh, uh the the safety whose name always escapes me cuz he's there hurt all the time Bro, you get hurt all the time. Like all the time. So you're not good cuz the best ability is availability. And these dudes cannot appear to be as talented as the names on the back or as the paychecks would would, would assume because the, the 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 evidence is just not there. The statistics don't back it up. So if again, if I'm upstairs at the Chargers organization, this guy's supposed to be a defensive genius, okay, genius. He looks like an anus. There's no way. There's no way, bro, that this yeah. man can continue. Yeah, like you're a defensive coach, you don't want to. Kick the ball down and make them go 80 yards with no timeouts with the money that's on that side of the ball?
0: The money the that's ball. on that some, side of the ball.
1: Some not right. Some not right, man. And then yeah. he gets into the press conference, which is, you know, irrelevant in a sense, but it's the aesthetics of it.
0: He's a jerk. I love what's happening uh, to the Chargers' schedule, too, because now we get another – like, we get, like, 2.0 version of this game because they play the Raiders next week oh, in Los Angeles, which will be a blackout. And you want to oh, talk yeah. about what happened in Vegas – Talk about what's going to happen in LA next week against the chargers. And then a Monday night football game against the Dallas Cowboys. Who knows what happens there. And then, and then a Sunday afternoon game in Kansas city against the chiefs. So yeah, I think what, I don't know what's going to happen with the chargers because offensively, they're good enough to win games defensively. They're not good enough to win a lot of games. Um, Jay, what are your – just overall, like, the first three weeks of what you've seen from this Charger team. I mean, I'm with Browner. I, I've been saying Staley should be fired for – I think after the first season, I am saying he, this guy's over his head. Yeah. But, I mean, clearly the offense is carrying the defense to whatever they amount to. It's not it, – the defense is hurting this team. Right.
3: Yeah, of course. Uh, the best news for the defense is as the, as the season goes a little longer after Dallas and after Kansas City – I mean, yeah, you definitely have Kansas City – again but at the end of the very end of the season there's a lot of you know teams on that schedule that offensively are not um you know i mean the way if you were to
0: say if you were to night football the jets
3: Jets, new england denver twice uh, buffalo's on that schedule but las vegas again after this early week um and but there's a lot of, you know, even Baltimore isn't going to they're not known to light the scoreboard up. But, mm-hmm. you know, if your defense is really bad and they're playing great defense against you. But so you've been able to score some points, I guess, if you were to look at it all, Miami's playing out of their minds. And you, you hung with them in week one <laughs> and probably should have won that football game. So I guess there's good things to look at. But it all comes down to um, if your style is just going to be let's hope. This works a lot because I feel like Staley, even with as good of his offense is, he's obviously admitting we can't stop anybody. And as Browner said, he's right. Like, kick the ball away. All that money on the other side, Joey Bosa, you don't think you can, you know, Kirk Cousin, you can't sack him once or twice on this drive and let the clock just get get away from them?
0: But I will say this. The offense is, is not blameless here because in those first two losses, they had the ball with a chance to win the game in both True. those matchups, and they failed. True. They also failed on Sunday. They just got bailed out by the Vikings. So the offense is not blameless here whatsoever. Uh, when we come back, we finally get a chance to talk about Taylor Swift on this show because <laughs> I'm sure Browner doesn't want to talk about oh, the Bears and what happened God. in Kansas City yesterday. Mushroomlife.com is pres- presents this show. Mushroomlife.com slash friends with the Y L Y F E Get 50% off your first purchase. Yeah, we'll talk about what really mattered yesterday in, in Kansas City. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelce. I'm going to talk about it on the show,
1: but... Okay, go ahead, never mind. all
0: <laughs> oh, good, we already started. You could say the headline now if you want, Browner.
1: No, so during the, during the in-between, it's <laughs> on the show. I I just kind of sweep through Twitter because news is always breaking, so you might want to catch something before uh, the show starts and maybe you can bring yeah. it up. So I'm reading this thing about Dane Cook. Page six, Dane Cook, 51, marries longtime partner, Kelsey Taylor, 24. And the Ooh. person went... Dane Cook? Dane Cook, yeah. Uh-huh. And then the person, because she's 24, and the prince goes, Wait, how long? How long is long? If he's a long time partner, she's 24. Like, bro, what are you doing?
3: He was dating her when she was underage.
1: Yeah. So I found that to be hilarious. It was like, Wait, you got him. Got him. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He was dating her when she was underage, but she was like, I mean, I guess she was like, you know, under 18, but probably age you can say. I think they started like secretly dating at 17. Um, and uh, it, oh, it like was like he wasn't public with it until she was like nineteen, but it was weird because yeah, he's what thirty? How many old years old? Fifty one.
1: He's fifty one. She's twenty four.
3: Fifty 24, 51, 24. So, Yeah, twenty six years. That's totally my old joke. I mean, that's just an ugly look <laughs> on the scoreboard, you know,
0: for that old thirty
3: nine. <laughs> like you know, being older than my wife joke, and uh, that just looks bad. Fifty one to twenty four. Yeah. I mean, that's like ugh.
0: Like I mean, you want to talk about ugly looking scoreboards. Let's go to the like that transition to AFC West opponent how, how about the Dolphins and the Broncos? 70 to 20. That's a high school basketball score, Jason. You ever see those when you're out there refing, dude? 70-20? <laughs> 70-20 yeah, no in a football game. And then it wasn't just that it was the Broncos putting up 70. It was that Mike White came in. And went two for two and threw a giant touchdown. Like the bear, the the excuse me, the Dolphins backups went out there and tore it up against the Broncos, seventy to twenty. They're two points away from tying the all time uh, record for most points in a single game. And they actually took a knee. They took a knee. They could have kicked the field goal to break the record, and they took a knee. The Dolphins finished with seventy points. That is second to nineteen sixty six washington when they beat the new york giants 72 to 41 uh and yeah they took a knee they took a knee to not break the record and i'm pretty sure i saw the quote yesterday that mike mcdaniel said uh i want good karma on this team and going for a record and running up the score on them is not good karma and i was like all right cool and people were like genuinely upset thinking that they were running up the score and he was like dude he pulled Tua. He pulled yeah. the starters. This was see, backups kicking the the, the Broncos' I, I would, ass.
1: I would ask this question to people who because they did not watch that game if they mm-hmm. thought he was running up the score. Uh, the, I think those last two or two touchdowns were like forty yard runs. Yeah. So this yeah. wasn't this wasn't something where he was throwing a Tyreek Hill with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. These bombs. I like did. Yeah. I I know for a fact the last score was There's
0: a two. Their two last touchdowns were long, long runs, long yeah. runs. That's right. not on the coach. Like Robbie Chosen ran a sixty-eight yard, we got call. a sixty-yard pass from Mike White. Mike White was the quarterback. Robbie Chosen was the receiver. I'm not saying Tula and Tyree kill. This is Mike White and Robbie Chosen. And then the very next play, the Broncos have a ninety-nine yard kickoff return. And then, like, two plays later, Devin Achan, and he doesn't want to be called A-Chain, he said today, Devin Achan, oh, Achan ran a 67-yard touchdown, and that was the final two scores of the game. So a 68-yard pass and a 67-yard run. And the pass, it didn't fly in the air 67 yards. Like, this was, right, it was like a side a breaking. Yeah. Yeah, right. this is more the Broncos quitting than, I, than anything.
3: I, how sad is that? And this is, I mean, you look at the stats, you go, geez. 10 yards per play. Six of six in the red zone. Uh, they ran 30, they had 30 first downs. They ran plays on 30 first downs. I mean, that's just it, it's, it's 720. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. So this is, this
2: is like what a, I said about like an
3: opening week college football game between like Oklahoma and Prairie View.
1: I said this in the beginning. I will repeat this again. Sean Payton is not a good football coach. Sean Payton should have stayed on Fox and kept the legacy nice and shiny. When he was with Drew Brees, he was amazing because Drew Brees was amazing. Now, since Drew Brees, he's done the the trick show with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston and and all that other stuff. And then he got tired and realized it wasn't going to work and found a way to get out of New Orleans. Took a bunch of money from the Broncos' ownership to take this job. Him and Russell Wilson are not a good match. And the sooner these people realize that and let it go, the better it'll be. Yes, I know the defense gave up 70 points. That's not completely on the offense. But if you scored more, their offense would be on the field less. Like, this is not a good matchup. And by the way, the larger part of Russell Wilson's contract doesn't kick in the next year.
0: Well, let me so we- uh roll let me let me fill everybody in real quick on what the Broncos are facing because they are an opponent of the AFC West. Uh they do have new owners and you think, "Oh, maybe they'll come in and start dropping money." Well, they did. They gave Sean Payton a 5-year deal in the neighborhood, according to NBC's Peter King, of $18 million a year. Oh. That number would make Payton the second highest-paid coach in not just the NFL, but in all of American Ooh. sports. Only Bill <laughs> Belichick makes more. He makes reportedly 20 million a year. Combine that with that the Broncos traded a first and second round pick for Sean Payton. Yeah, a first and second round pick. And now I'll go on to Russell Wilson. Wilson, seven years, $296 million, making $49 million per year. What What did the Broncos give up to the Seahawks for Russell Wilson? How about a 2022 fourth-round pick, a 2022 first-round pick, a 2022 second-round pick, a 2022 fifth-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2023 second-round pick. Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, and Drew Locke, all for the privilege of having Russell <sighs> Wilson as your quarterback.
3: I mean, that's the worst contract in the history of football. They Everybody wants to harp on the Watson deal because how he's come out and played eight or nine games, but this, that is... Insane. Yes, the Browns gave up some picks too and and gave Watson that money. But come on, bro. That's nuts. That is the that is going to be. Remember how they gave
1: SMU the death penalty? Like that that (laughs) contract is the death penalty. Because you we always laugh on this show because our proximity to what the Rams did F those picks. And they had these contracts. Like they can't get out of that contract. They can't, but magically they got out of all of them. Whether it be yeah. Jalen Ramsey, whether it be uh, 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 um, the running back whose knees went bad, like it doesn't like they found a way to kind of you know ball them up, twist them, turn them straight, iron yeah. them back out to the nice. Well, they suck for a year, they, like they suck for the, a year
0: in football. That's really kind of all you got to do, right? Is you just kind of got to tank suck for, for a, year a year or two and yeah. it'll go away and it'll go away. But, I but don't if you know. got one of these bad boys, that contract.
1: It's going to be impossible. Like that's like a three year you gotta wait.
3: And, that, and the thing is, is you gave all that money to a quarterback that is what almost 10 years older than the best quarterback and the whole future of that division. The guy yeah. so you got Mahomes, who's so much younger, and Man, you're giving better. the guy so much older competing type of money. And then when this doesn't work, you're right, Browner. It's a death sentence. You can't come out from under that for another because Mahomes is only going to continue to be the best quarterback in that league along with Herbert coming up young the and being paid and maybe turning the hopes around for the Chargers. We'll see. But if there is a hope for the Chargers to ever have the type of glory, it's within this kid. And if they can get on, So what are you thinking? And then you bring Peyton in for that money. And it's a joke. And if they don't win one or both of the next two games, Bears Jets, well, they ain't gonna listen, win a game listen, all year.
1: Listen, let, let, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's just be direct about something. I won't. Let's go. The Bears, let's be direct. The Bears, the Bears look terrible right now. Okay, Okay, but still, they better beat the Broncos. I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna tell you <laughs> yeah, right see now. The Bears. Yeah. I'm. See? I'm, t- I'm telling you right now. You better beat the Broncos. They gave up 70 points. Okay, to everybody. If the Chicago Bears offensive coordinator can't turn on that film, yes, you do not have Tyreek Hill. Yes, you do not play with the same offensive style that they do. If you are worth anything as an offensive coordinator, you just watch them give up 70 points. There's without Jalen Waddle, by the way. Jaylen without their play second him. best receiver. <laughs> Incredible. So your receivers are... All around, just as good as the Dolphins is your best guy better than their best guy? No, but DJ Moore is just as good as Jalen Waddle, and he didn't play. So if you can't find holes in that defense with your wide receivers, and they gave up 70 points, you got to do something else for a living. Because right now, as the Bears, as a as a diehard Bears fan who's in the trenches every game, their offense doesn't look like they know what they're doing
0: well the that's, chiefs yesterday kind of proved that it may be i don't know it was 41 nothing dude it was 41 nothing like yes, that's yes in foot like if it wasn't 70 20 everybody would be railing on the bears way more, like they are Correct. railing on the broncos Correct. right now but they just got out batted by another team that gave up 70 but it was 41 nothing it was equally no bad sprained his ankle before halftime so they're like you know what why don't you, you go do ahead it, and bro. sit down well you give give Kelsey a touchdown for T Swifty and then we'll like we'll we'll bring in who had Blaine Gabbert who threw a pick right away like you guys scored 10 points in the fourth quarter with a concussion I don't count Justin those points. fields I don't count and that's those what I'm points. saying like those are the only reason you guys scored because the backups were in like what happened yesterday in Kansas City? I'm embarrassed by what happened to me and my team. How do you feel about your team?
1: I think that the Chicago Are we still Bears, defending Justin Fields? No, that's over. That's over. Look, he's, I, I think that he is an immense talent. He has superstar potential. It will not happen in a Bears uniform. It just won't. The organization cannot develop quarterbacks. The organization is upside down. You got your defensive coordinator, whether he got his house raided or whether he felt some other woman up in the front office, he had to quit. Regardless of however however the circumstances came to be, he had to quit. Your head coach is the defensive head coach. He done lost 13 straight games. And in all 13 games, the opposing team has scored more than 25 points. That's never been done in the history of the NFL. And the Lions lost every game one season, okay? They lost every game one season. This man, in the span of two seasons, lost 13 games in a row. And when you get to the offensive coordinator, I'm not a football expert. I just love watching the Chicago Bears, and I, in turn, love watching football. Every person who I know who does football for a living, whether it be Dan Orlowski, whether it be any of these people on the NFL shows or the Get Up or whatever, whatever you want to say, they will tell you that they don't know what the Bears' offensive purpose is. They don't Mm -hmm. know. They can't tell. So to me, Luke Getzey looks like somebody who was just standing next to Aaron Rodgers, similar to Nathaniel Hackett. I was standing next to Aaron Rodgers. He's great, so I got to be great. So I'm going to get a job because I'm standing next to him, and this guy's going to get a job because he's standing next to me. Yeah. That's what happened. It was a Sean McVay effect. At one point in time, if you shook hands with Sean McVay and you could prove it, (laughs) You got a head coaching yeah. job somewhere. Did you, did you?
0: Look <laughs> at my coach. Uh, yesterday true. Justin Fields finished the game with ninety nine passing ninety nine passing yards, but forty eight of them came in the final drive of the game.
1: Wow! It was it was it was utterly embarrassing. This is the most, and and we've had. Is it more it that
0: embarrassing way. that it happened in front of Taylor Swift?
1: I'm going to tell you right now. It, this was the most. This is this that was the most embarrassing game I've ever had as a Bears fan because I was watching it in my living room, and you know what they did? The game was such a blowout. Oh yeah. At I, halftime, I think- at halftime, the network said, "Yeah, we're going to put that Cowboys Cardinals game on."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like at halftime, like mm-hmm. they were so dead in the water at halftime, the network which chose this game. To be the quote unquote game of the week went, nah, this is why we put a backup game on. We're gonna put that mm-hmm. game on. And that game wasn't close either. Pair
0: that so pair Sunday's performance with Justin Fields' performance Thursday and Friday in his press conferences. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's about this is as low as it gets.
1: Again, this, I could I I don't he I don't think he's good. I just want to be very clear with what I'm about to say. I don't think he's good at this point Any, in time
0: i've been saying that for tears
1: but it's the it, the office of coordinator has not put him in a position to succeed if you look around the nfl that prescott is an average quarterback they put weapons around him and solid coaching around him so now he's above average uh 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 josh allen was weird looking and throwing the ball backwards they got him a coach got him a coordinator, got him some weapons. Now he has seemed to have figured it out. Same thing happened for Jalen Hurts. I don't need to go down the detail because everybody knows what happened with that. You have to support these quarterbacks. Josh Richardson, they drafted this guy. He had little to no starts at Florida. He gets to the Colts. You know what they do? Shane Steichen ran offense that fit his quarterback who can't read defenses and can't really throw in NFL windows right now. But he had already won a game this year because the offensive coordinator... And the offensive head coach went, this is what he's good at. So let's yeah. just do this. The Bears don't do that. They got him acting like he's Aaron Rodgers. And he not.
0: They let him run a little bit yesterday. For his life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I felt I felt uh I felt immense joy watching that game yesterday, but I also did feel bad for you. Like I did. Because I think you were like you're opposite of me. Like we came into the season, you had hopes, you had high hopes. High hopes. You're like, this high is the year hopes, Justin man. Fields going to turn around. We got DJ Moore, we got a good running backs. Like this is going to be it. We're going to have to outscore everybody, but but still, this is the year. Whereas me, I was like, well, this is the end of the Kirk Cousins era, and it'd be nice if we just tank every game and we get Caleb Williams. Now I'm watching the Bears, but I'm like, I don't know if we're that bad. I don't think we're that bad. No, you are not Yeah, I don't think anybody is as bad as the Bears. And let me and let me. Grease the Broncos skids included, for- by the way. Let me grease the skids. We'll see, next week. Right. We'll see next week. Right, next week. Let me grease
1: the skins for the crash that's about to happen to a lot of people. One, we got two really high picks because we got the Panthers pick, yeah. and they're terrible. Okay, oh, so Andy Dalton better than also, Bryce Young yesterday. Though. Not good. Thank you. These should- it doesn't by matter. By the way, real who-
0: quick, real quick, real quick, real yeah, quick. Andy Dalton is dyeing his hair way more orange. It wasn't that. Oh orange yeah. Before. Oh yeah. Stop it you. wasn't that orange no before.
1: Way. He went dude, Scott jet black, but
0: he went orange dude, with it. It, it was the color of your guys' jersey, like the orange jersey you guys wear. They, like
3: the, it, It's like car paint color. He yes, looks like he was bad. like yeah. painted by like Earl Scheib.
0: Dude, the it, eyebrows his, and the beard, that's not a natural... His, his no. hair, like he's, is, so, he's his hair is
1: so orange, it looks like those cars that they make at a weird color, and you get a discount if you buy that car. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Like, yeah. that's yeah, how... Like, A Kia Soul. Yes. Like Like something like that. Like one of those weird body cars. Lime green Kia Soul. (laughs) (laughs) It's a discount because it's lime green. Exhibit used it on Pit My Ride. Yeah. It was only in my Pit My Ride car. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Andy
1: Dalton. Anyways.
2: Yeah. Like the flame on a chopper.
1: Two picks. The people who are running around talking about, oh, they're gonna get Caleb Williams or Drake May. Bro, it don't matter which one of those quarterbacks they get, it will look like this. It will look like this because people are saying, oh, they should have gotten C.J. Stroud or, or, or Bryce Young. Bro, Bryce Young's already hurt. Jason Fields is a big dude. Bryce Young is already hurt. It's been two yeah. weeks. So it doesn't matter who they draft.
0: With also, this, it depends with- who you ask. Some people don't think he's hurt. Some people think the Panthers are using it as an excuse to sit him just so he can learn a little bit because he wasn't ready. So yeah, I get what you're I get saying. Too, but he, say I get what you're saying. He's young. He's young. I mean, he's young. He's small. Young is small is what I was trying to say. <laughs> young is very small for a quarterback. And and when you see him play football, you're like, oh, he's he's small. Tiny. small. Yeah, he's right? small, small. So, yeah, you're right. Um, But really, yesterday, Browner, because the game was so bad, and I don't even, even if the game was good, I think it still would have been the story of the game. Taylor Swift. Listen, I'm proud of us. We haven't talked about this at all because I just thought it was PR. I'm
1: going to make enemies. But now she today, done bro. showed up to
0: this game and sat next to Mama Kelsey yesterday.
1: Bro, I'm going to make enemies. I'm going to make enemies. So you, you let rumors, me know when you read. Rumors swirl. Let me know you
0: I'll, I'll set the story up. How about that? And then we'll get into it next segment. And then I also want to get into the official end of the Padres season real quick because that's that happened this weekend because they lost the game. Oh, well, not really because yeah, they went two awful. or three. But the Cubs lot one three in a row and that's really what what did it over but rumors swirled that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey have been dating they have been talking about this for three weeks now we haven't brought it up because I didn't care and I kind of still don't care but she, I mean it was there so um rumors swirled that they were dating Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey have a podcast Jason Kelsey said on Amazon Thursday Night football like, yeah they're hanging out and then yesterday as this Bears Chiefs game is about to kick off, They pan up to the suite, and who's there next to Mama Kelsey? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. And I felt in that moment, I was like, the world is now watching this game. There are women. There are children. There are people that have have no idea what football is, and they are now watching this game just because Taylor Swift is in a suite to watch Travis Kelsey play football.
3: the Bears were so bad, they cut away from it. Even I, Taylor I, I, how Swift, many, how many people couldn't hold that broadcast?
0: How many Swifty <laughs> fans were freaking confused yesterday when they're like, Hey, we're done showing this game, uh, we're gonna go to another game?
3: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they, they, Swift, they was probably like, Unless you're gonna go down there and give a concert, we're, get, we're
0: getting rid of the second. We half. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't really even know, like, it just blew up yesterday. It blew, blew up yesterday. My Twitter, everybody was making jokes about everybody had something to say about it. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, supposedly dating. They sh- they kept showing her. And people, I don't know about your guys, if you guys are on TikTok, but my TikTok, it was just literally fans filming Taylor Swift and her reaction to everything in that suite. It was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then, Brown, I don't know if you saw this. At the end of the game, walking out of the stadium together. The and that blew everything up. Like, why do we care so much? I'll let Browner respond.
1: I'm going to make it when we come back.
0: It's cool. All good with me. Make those enemies. When we come back, Browner on Taylor Swift in the Swifties. Welcome back everybody to Kaplan and crew, just the crew, Alex Padilla, John Browner, Jason Lawhead Scott back tomorrow. And uh Jason, really always appreciate you filling in for him. You filled in the last three days. And by the way, always, fun. always fun. by the way, BetUS, our new sponsor, one eight hundred betus. Uh visit uh betus.com. Jason, two and zero this weekend, my friend. Two and zero this weekend. Browner, me yes. and you both one and one. Yes. One and one. Better than 0 and three that you went last week, Brown. better.
1: Got to start somewhere, bro. I'm I'm, I'm gonna Jason.
0: come back. Jason, you went two and zero. You picked uh, Pittsburgh plus two and a half, yep. and Chargers plus one yesterday. So good job, man.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought after the way Pittsburgh played us, and uh, just like we said, and then I didn't think yeah. that the one thing I, I talked to Junior is his name. Is that right? From yeah, from Junior. Yeah. So uh, w- one thing I we we made even though it was a road game and they were on the short week. Hey, look, I don't think that there's... I mean, Allegiant's a great stadium. It's cool that the Raiders are in Vegas, but there's zero home field advantage there. Like, zero. you used to go into old Oakland and feel like, you know, you were in a dump. I might and get stabbed. Just, yeah, you get stabbed. So then to then see the sea of Steeler fans that mm-hmm. looked like when you know the Browns are at our most pitiful and we play them the second time at home and late in the year and we've given up as a fan base and we've just you know sold all of our tickets and the whole stadium is Pittsburgh fans because they're an hour away but this is Vegas the yeah. Raiders you go all the way there and fill their stadium I mean embarrassing for the Raiders uh, in the way Pittsburgh Raiders is have, right now
0: Raiders have I think the Raiders have the most expensive ticket in the NFL. And if I'm a Raider fan, I'm not paying that money to go watch Josh McDaniel Ain't do that no to my way, team. Right? No, no way. chance. Let those I'm not teams come going in, to man. spend
3: money on a team that can't afford to fire their coach. Yeah. So, <laughs> no uh, way.
0: yeah, as a recap, let's do this real quick because then we'll make our uh, Monday Night Football pick as well. Uh, that's coming up here. Uh, so, Browner, I believe you – I got to pull it up. Where is it? Here it is. I don't know why it's not working for me. But tonight it's uh, Rams versus Bengals uh Bengals minus three Joe Burrow you gonna play I, I I don't think he's not gonna play here is our week three recap uh I went one and one Kaplan went one and one uh Browner went one and one Jason went two and oh so Jason you're two and zero. Oh. you got hundred percent win rate on mm-hmm. five and three caps four and four Browner you are two and six so since we're all here let's get it out of the way and then we'll and we'll let you go in on Taylor Swift uh Bengals minus three today who you got Oh man, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams because I like my dog Puka. Like my I like dog, Puka. dog Puka. I think that they're go- I think that they're going to put some pressure on that uh Bengals defense, and I don't think Joe Burrow is going to play. And if he does, I don't think he's going to finish the game.
0: Okay, Uh Jason.
3: Okay. Yeah, do we have a, a latest report on Burrow? Is it leaning one he's way or play. the other? He's gonna play. I, I feel yeah. like he's gonna play too. And I, I feel do like too. this is I think I feel like after Pittsburgh and uh, P- uh, Cleveland's performances kind of has today. Looking at three teams at two and one up there at the division, you know, uh, yeah, I don't. They don't want to be zero and three. So I'm going to take the Bengals tonight with the points. They doesn't mean they're going to win it, but if uh, you know yeah. the Rams win it, I think it'll be a close one. And I think Burrow will play, and the Bengals will have uh, you know a little extra rest with that Monday night game to get them ready. And I, I think that they're in a must win in a way. And I think they're going to, they're going to pull
0: it off. I too will go Bengals minus three. We'll see what happens tonight. <laughs> um, all right, Browner. So I played you the video of uh, Taylor Swift up in the suite with uh, Travis Kelsey's mom. There was plenty of videos to go around. Uh, I don't know if that's going to get us taken down. Hopefully not. Cause Taylor Swift controls everything. Here's Patrick Mahomes. And then I'll let you go off. Okay. Here's Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes talking about having to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown in front of Taylor. Do
3: you realize how much pressure there was on you today from the Swifties to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor in the house today? Yeah, I heard that. I heard she was in the house. Did uh, you feel it? Did you feel the pressure, I, I, Patrick? I felt a little bit of pressure, um, and so I knew I had to get it to Travis. And, of course, it's on a route that Travis, he, he, he does his own thing and just makes up a route, and I throw it to him. So uh, I think he wanted to get in the end zone just as much as uh, all the Swifties wanted him to.
0: I was listening to that last night, and because obviously now my wife is like interested, so <laughs> yeah. she was next to me, and She's she goes, "Man, now, dude, and no, she goes, that's his real voice." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," and not yeah. only that, like his real but like he's like the best player in football right now. Like, so yeah, we always hear him talk, like we all always, the time. It's like, all right, Bronner, go for it. Uh, listen,
1: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Baby comedian, dude. Like, I'm I'm in the infant stages of learning how to be a a, a comedian, okay? But one of the things that got me started in this and that made me want to do this is because I believe comedians have to tell the truth. No matter how bad it is and no matter how you're going to get pushback, it's your responsibility to tell the public the truth, okay? Okay. That girl's a five okay I'm just gonna she's a five and Travis Kelsey ain't gonna be with her for long once the Taylor Swift version wears off and he has to sit on the couch and eat popcorn and watch a movie with her that ain't gonna last long dog this, this man is a this man is a world famous nowhere near as famous as her not even trying to put it in the same ballpark every room this man goes into he can get Just about whatever woman he wants, even with that stupid mustache, okay, and that ugly painted suit he had on. Any woman he wants, he's choosing her because of who she is, okay. She's a five. Why do you think
0: she's choosing him
1: because she because of who he is? She needs another person to mooch off of to write another album, so she's this ain't gonna work. I know people love her because of her music and the entertainment value and the memories that she's helped people create and the breakups she's helped girls get through. I'm with all that. I'm rocking with y'all. But she be getting dumped
3: for a reason. All right? You're basically saying one day Kanye's going to walk up with a different girl and then just pull Kelsey away and then hand her this girl.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish with Travis. There you you go. go cuz like stop i it's cool man she's an amazing singer she she can do a show baby she can do a show but man
3: gone somewhere she ain't pretty she's she like ain't a 5 pretty. but she's like a 5 but with Three commas and nine zeros after <laughs> absolutely. I would say a fifty with with commas and zeros. Yeah. All right. She's a five, not, but with three commas and nine zeros. So I got no problem with that.
1: I'm she, not saying she ain't none of that stuff financially. She she can she can probably buy the Chiefs at this point. I'm not course. I'm not saying none of that. I'm talking about cause at the end of the day, we all get tired of our woman. No matter <laughs> how much money she makes. Don't matter what what type of fame she got, bro. Mm-hmm. Holly Berry been divorced three times, physically and on the eyeballs. Don't get much better than that, okay? Angelina Jolie been divorced multiple times. I can keep going down this list of beautiful women that have been divorced multiple times because love- even that man wakes up and goes, "You get on my nerves." And that's it. And that's it because they famous too.
3: Giselle Bungeon said, Stop playing football or I'm going to divorce you. And Brady yeah, was, was like, like okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Go ahead.
1: She, right. She told him, I'm going to divorce camp. you okay. if you play another season of football. And he went back and put his hands under another man's booty to take a snap. So stop it.
3: For only the one season, too. He ain't winner. He I ain't winner. I mean. he, he, he literally was like, Only you, you know. Like if you play another season, oh he's like, okay, I'll just play one more, then beat
1: it. Just to get you away from me, I will play another season of football for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Just to get this woman to uh, leave me alone. It don't mm-hmm. and that's the misunderstanding, man. These women, yes, they're beautiful. Yes, they are. Except for her. Taylor Swift, I'm talking about, she's not beautiful. Yeah. These other women, they're gorgeous. Men have left them. Left or they them. Left, or
0: they left the men. False! The <laughs> men have left these false? women.
3: Because no, I mean,
1: it, it doesn't help my story,
0: right? I mean, exactly. These women, <laughs> I was like, you're very presumptuous right now, very, very assuming a lot. So, right. I mean, I it's Travis, not gonna last,
3: probably. I think I, right, I wish
1: Travis Kelsey nothing but the best in his relationship with Taylor Swift. I hope that it is I hope, pr- prosperous. I hope prosperous, they get married at, married at Arrowhead and have, and have great <laughs> children, <laughs> and have become know. the number one marriage couple in, in Kansas City, okay? But I don't think
0: that's gonna work out that way. I also. I just said halftime show and now my brain went somewhere else because I have to give a big ass. What is you doing to the NFL? No, you don't. No, you don't. Usher the halftime performance of 2024. Okay. Here's hold on because I know you are not on TikTok and I don't think Jason is on TikTok. No, I am on TikTok. Ain't nobody been getting roasted more recently than Usher because he has a residency in Vegas and homeboy looks about 60 years old on that stage. His moves are gone. His voice is shot. This is is not 2003 anymore. Confessions Ah. is a long time ago, my friend. Like, why is Usher performing? Did we not just have a boring-ass halftime show? Because Rihanna thought everybody would care that she's pregnant, and she just sat up there going like this the whole time. That was boring. Now we're going to get another one. Usher is way past his prime. You know who should be performing at halftime? Taylor Swift should be I want to see that. Everybody else gets a side hey, this, this, this 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 summer. I want to see t- – Usher? Usher, dude. 2003, a... 2003 me, down. 2023 me? This, What are we doing,
1: dude? If, Usher? If Taylor Swift was performing at the halftime of the Super Bowl, the tickets would be cheaper to get in than one of her actual concerts. Usher is a great selection. I don't know what your problem is. The show is, what, 20 no. minutes long? How long does that have About 20 minutes? 15, 20 yeah. Yeah, I'm a. I'm gonna make a prediction right now. Usher gonna give y'all one of the greatest halftime performances at the Super Bowl we have ever seen. Okay, because what you're mis- uh, what you're not understanding is, mm-hmm. Usher has the entirety of Atlanta going to be at the Super Bowl helping him through this halftime. Show. Okay,
0: name the Atlanta artist that he'll bring on stage that anyone cares Outcast. about. in 2023. Outcast. He's not bringing Outkast on stage.
1: What? Do, what do we? Do?
0: You think he's going to bring Outcast on – He's going to reunion with Andre 3000? For the Super Bowl? Yes. That's, okay. and that's what I'm Write saying. Write that one down, Rigby. Write that one down. Yeah, Write, Write listen, that one down. down he's going to bring out Lil Jon. He's going to bring out Lil Jon. He's going to bring out Jermaine yep. Dupri. He's yep. going to bring out – like Who cares? Ain't nobody wants to see that 2023. When, when the song –
1: When the – Ludacris going to be out there? When the oh, Please. <laughs> what is it? Fast and the Furious now? 14. When the song – come on. It's important that people know the song and it gets you moving. Usher okay. can do that. Don't you ever come on this show and disrespect mm-hmm. Usher and say he gonna have a bad halftime show. Bad. The NFL finally got it right, okay? You bad. picked the right person.
0: No, they got Mr. it right Usher. in LA. They got it right in LA with Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem and Kendrick. It's gonna That's be better. it right.
1: That was nostalgic. That wasn't about dancing and moving. That was about uh, uh paying homage to hip hop and rap at the Super Bowl. That's what that was about—the legacy of hip hop and, and West Coast music. Usher at the Super Bowl. Usher is going to be off the
0: chain. Boy, you tripping? How dare you? They better they better disinfect that stage.
1: I mean, they do say he got herpes, Come on. but that's a totally different discussion. <laughs> this we talking about performing at the Super Bowl? I
0: okay? really thought it was going to be maybe not Taylor Swift, but I thought it. Okay, you know who's like all of a sudden performing or like together again? In sync. in sync. I thought it was going to be in sync. I thought it was going to be in sync. I was like, there's, they're, they're probably coming back to a reunion. They're going to do halftime. Jason, are like you an that. Usher fan?
3: I don't mind. You know, I, you know, I'm not like an Usher fan, but I'm not an Usher hater. I've always liked Usher. I, you know, he had a little stake in the Cleveland Cavaliers many, you know, years ago. Oh, he yeah. He did. Yeah, right. yeah. He jumped in. He used to come to a lot of the early game, early of the first run of LeBron. He was courtside quite often. Um, So he's always, you know, been cool to Cleveland and, you know, um, I think he's just kind of a cool cat, but I get it. You know, he's, he's, he's not like what you think of right now when you think of like halftime entertainment, but if he's doing a residency in Las Vegas, I think, you know, Las Vegas is one of those, you know, it's still, it isn't like, it doesn't have the old school vibe today, but it still has old school history. And I think like so many, Vegas has been known for so many, you know, stars that were big stars, you know, to everybody 20, 25 years ago to be there then and be giving shows and maybe have a hotel residency. So so that's like a historical kind of thing las vegas has been known for over the time always yeah. like a, a new 60
0: year old and it's in vegas in and... the super bowl's in vegas
3: yes right so walk right up the street I, I feel like there is a at least that kind of a fit of the old history of yeah, vegas to bring yeah. kind of one of those entertainers out that you know you know so the next maybe the next time it's in vegas in five or seven years whenever they get their next call Celine do Dion. yeah or they'll do something where oh, somebody's that in that age look at this guy
0: what are you talking about, what's wrong with no, you? But, My but, heart will you know. go on.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, again, so, Usher yeah. got Usher got hits for the demographic that watches the Super Bowl. Man, that everybody
0: watches the, the Super Bowl. There's a demographic for everybody. Everybody not watches like the this. Super Bowl, and you know not this. like this. Good job on the oh, NFL. Sure. By the way,
1: uh, getting the right performer
0: since Bruno watch- Mars.
1: Bruno Mars is the greatest halftime performer in the history of the Super Bowl after Prince.
0: I was gonna say Prince is number one. Yeah, I, I watch that at, at least one. once a year. I watch that at least once a year. Prince is when number one. when he has one. his guitar, it looks like a Woody. Yeah. And he's just like on that that curtain, and it's raining. That's how uh-huh. I mean, dude. Come on. I saw a, I a Bruno Prince
3: fan kid growing up. I saw Prince live. RIP in twice, and man, one of the greatest, most underrated, just natural, gifted musicians in the history of music. I mean, this is yeah. one of the short list. I, in my opinion,
0: he's like a, way, if you uh if Mays you want to see music. Usher's residency in Vegas. How much you got? Five hundred and sixty-four dollars. Top, 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 top. I'm good. I'm gonna watch him at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess. I guess we all are stuck watching this. I mean, listen. I'm kind of over the Super Bowl halftime show. I think they should shorten it and get back to the game. I've never. I'm becoming an old man. Like I'm. I'm just over it. I'm just over it.
3: I spent halftime reading all the stats. Like, going,
0: I had to go wake my wife up for halftime. She said, Can you go get me halftime? She comes out, watches halftime. She's like, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah,
1: would you rather rather have them just play better commercials or do the Super Bowl
0: halftime? Here's the thing about commercials and Super Bowl I'm over that too. I'm on my phone or I'm talking to people next to me like during this commercials.
1: And this year they played all the commercials on the internet before they They always do now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was
0: dumb. It's been, I, I, yeah, I think we've reached the height of the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't think it can get any bigger than what it already is. I think we've seen it's, it, you know, we've seen the, the peak of the Super Bowl. Yeah,
3: in my opinion. You can't yeah, just mean, keep like, build, building a
0: bigger yeah. spaceship, right? I just I want to, I like, just like, want a good game. Uh, That's make, all I want. Yeah, exactly. I want a good game. I want a good so. game. All right, boys, it's time for highlight
2: of the day.
3: It's time for the highlight of the
0: day, man.
2: Do you want to get high, man?
0: I'm just really high. Today brought to you by Tori and California Holistics with the promo code is AMAZING, A-M-A-Z-I-N-G AMAZING, promo code AMAZING Guess what was amazing? This defensive play for, by Fernando Tatis yesterday where he robbed a home run I mean, moral victories only right now, Browner, because the Padres six games remaining, five games back, not officially eliminated but eliminated from any postseason contention. For the Cox, for the Cox exclusive portion of the show, uh, we'll talk about uh heavy heavy denial by players about the toxic culture in this clubhouse over the weekend i found very interesting we'll save that for cox inclusive but right now five games back six games remaining the cubs just swept the rockies that really hurt you two out of three against the cardinals saturday they had a chance they had a chance to win saturday night they sure did they definitely but they regressed to the mean oh and 12 in extra inning games and now join the 1969 Montreal Expos as the only teams to lose 12 extra inning games and not have a single victory. They went one for 17 with runners in scoring position on Saturday night. As brutal, brutal, brutal loss on Saturday. But it, I don't think it would have mattered because the Cubs just they didn't lose. So six games remaining, five games back, or Five games back. Now yeah, in San five Frans- games back. Oh, they're tied with San Francisco now. They have a chance to, to beat mm-hmm. San Francisco. Just get to five
1: hundred, man. That's the only salvaging thing at this season right now So get to five hundred. That's it. I got a highlight of the day, but it's an angry one. Okay. They're rebooting the office.
0: I was gonna talk about that too.
1: That's a real that's a real thing. That's a with the same that, that's writer though. BJ Novak. I No, Greg Daniels. I listen. I I Unless you put Michael Scott on that joint, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, And not like the name Michael Scott, the character. No one else can be. Sometimes, like, if you redid the Huxtables, if you if you redid the Cosby show.
3: The dad would be in jail. <laughs> he'd be doing it from behind bars. <laughs> the, true. The, doc, the father would be. That's what right. the, every episode would then be them uh, visiting, visiting Dr. Huxtable in jail. Yeah.
0: But you, yeah, that you show cannot, fell off so hard without without you, Steve Carell. You dude.
1: cannot do the show without certain people. You cannot do the Office without Steve Carell. You cannot do the Cosby Show without Bill Cosby. You just, it don't. You cannot do Seinfeld without Jerry Seinfeld, bro. You just strikes over can't do it. And this is what this is the first news when the strike is over. Right. This is what they this is what they tell you. Oh, we're redoing. <laughs>
0: What this is what they were doing for 131 days. These guys were Come were, were, on. were workshopping in their head. And they're like, you know what? Everybody re-watches The Office. Why don't we just give them a new office? Like they and two, that show was so great. They had already they'd done everything.
1: They've done every possible funny angle on being in an office. If so became it, a, the, the Office was so good. They did a show about a grocery store. They did a show about a department store, all copying the model of the Office. It's it it stop stop. Modern Family. Yes, stop stop it stop it.
0: Yeah, stop it. All right. Uh, if you're listening on radio, we got more to come. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on audio podcast, uh, we'll let Browner. Uh, should we let Browner get him censored about six Trump Saturday?
1: Da, 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 da,
0: da. Da, 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 uncensored. Next. All right. Uncensored. 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 I'm embarrassed by what happened to the Vikings yesterday. Well, you know, you hmm.
1: could have fucking had 70 hung up on you, or you could have been rooting yeah. for the Chicago Bears who basically got skunked.
0: So yeah, but I don't... Larger... I mean,
3: sharp...
1: No, you
0: but I said, like, no. here's why I'm embarrassed. Okay, here's why I'm embarrassed. Like, can you imagine? Let's just imagine for a second that everything plays out the way it plays out. But the Vikings score a touchdown and win. How much fun would that have been to poop on Brandon Staley today all day? Like, that would have been like Jimmy Johnson shit on him yesterday, even though they still won. Like, did you see that? Like, yeah. In the Fox the post game. Yeah. Like everybody's is, like is shitting on Brandon Staley, right? Everybody's shitting on Brandon Staley. It just would have been more fun. If I think I spit on my mouth. If they would have, uh, if they would have pulled out the win, but I mean, yeah, just fucking embarrassing, dude. Vikings there are was, embarrassing. Was yeah, I know. Of... Go ahead, go
3: ahead, I, I was just gonna say, yesterday I was at a pool party. My cousins live up in Fallbrook, so I was watching the. And we got there early. <laughs> um for like a pool party lunch type thing and, and i was watching the browns game on my phone and then they're chargers fans obviously they've been living out here for a long time my parents are in town it was a really great family yeah. get together and so the chargers game is on on the screen we had already won that game was over mm-hmm. and my uh, other cousin my cousin tracy who lives there and then her sister is like you if for some reason she just grew up um, a, a Vikings fan, right? Die hard. She's like one of yeah. them, she's awesome. Connie's hilarious, and she wears her Vikings like she stuff over that day. And uh, so they're, they're on the TV going after it, and I'm praying for a Vikings win. And then my cousin's like, You're right, root for the Vikings. I go, Look, man, I'm doing radio tomorrow, and we're like Charger yeah. hater centric, and I just want <laughs> this to talk about. I went, especially when he went for it on Fourth and One, I was like, Oh, this is a gift. Yeah. I'm like, so much fun tomorrow. Yeah. It's hilarious, dude. I was in
0: a not, I was in a place with like, like eight of other Dudes, and it was fourth and one, and like they're like, oh, he's not gonna go for it. I was like, do you guys pay attention? Of course, he's gonna fucking go for it. He's, I mean, he's now he's I now gonna it. punt. Yeah, and I bet you, like, if he didn't go for it, he would have tried some stupid fake shit. Like, I was yep. like, he's going for it. He's going for. It. There's no way they're not going for it. I didn't think they would do a fullback sneak. Like, I didn't think that would be the play, but. No. Yeah, dude, it was fucking... Of course he's going for I it. I couldn't believe it. With that much time left, it
3: was like, it'd be one thing. If there were like one or two plays, they're going to run. But yeah. They,
0: had they ran drive. eight fucking plays. Yeah. Eight plays. And they probably could have... They honestly could have had 11-12 well, plays if they didn't mismanage that shit. Right. right. They did. Without they a timeout. At least 10 or 11. Timeout. Yeah. And if yeah. Osborne didn't have hands of a fucking brick, they probably should have uh. won...
1: But I think here's the other thing too. If Osborne catches that ball that fast, I think the Chargers score. So whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, I think they
0: score again. But they they show them they've shown that they don't do it at the end of the game. Like that
1: that's true. But it has the uh, has Justin Herbert ever thrown the ball like that? Not to my knowledge, not to my recollection. Not like he did on Sunday, not like he did yesterday. So I think they would have they would have found a way to score.
0: That corner was talking so much shit to Keenan Allen. So and much getting, shit, bro. And he was getting worked all fucking game. And I was like, dude, shut up, man. Right. Jeez, he you me ass I mean, ass. What, you at some stink. point, you just got to be quiet. Yeah. How, what was
3: Keenan Allen – I'm not a fantasy guy, but what did he score yesterday with the 18 215, oh, and, and a touchdown pass? Touchdown. Well, yeah, he I, threw the – he never scored one, but he threw one. That counts, right, obviously. Right. Okay.
0: I played a guy. I'll tell you right now because I played a guy. It's got to be in the 40s. If not, fantasy's broken.
2: How how about the injustice? How
3: about the while you look that up? How how about the injustice though? He catches 18 balls for 215, doesn't catch one in the end zone. Partum Jr., two catches, four yards, two touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. All of his catches, touchdowns for four yards total.
0: In my big money league yesterday, I went up against a guy who had Herbert, Raheem Mostert, Zach Moss, and Keenan Allen. Damn. Keenan Allen scored 35.4 points. That's it. Yeah.
2: Because, lot, he, like though.
0: Jason said, he only got one touchdown. Touchdowns oh, where you really get like the majority yeah. of your points. Right. And he threw for a touchdown. But he also did fumble. Uh, Zach Moss, 21 and a half. Raheem Mostert, 41.7. Oh, 41. Jesus. And Justin Herbert. What,
3: what did Tua 48. have?
0: Tua? Ha- I have what was his? Up. I don't know who has Tua. I have to look him up. He
3: didn't play the whole game, though. I know, but still, he put up ridiculous numbers, yardage and touchdowns, and he didn't. I mean, he still had had to score in the high twenty-eight
0: point three. That's it, huh? Okay, yeah. because he he could have scored. I mean, if they they touchdowns. left him in. He could have right. Yeah. He scored. And in that player. league, we count. In that league, we count like every every decimal. Like every yard is point one. That gotcha. is like okay. You just get point for gotcha. 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 So. Yeah, and then my yeah, like I don't, I know I'm not talking about my fantasy, but I just I played Moster in both leagues. He he killed me, but yeah, dude, fucking Keenan Allen yesterday, Jesus! Wow, what a you not even bitch. fast, and that dude was getting burnt. Like that corner was getting burnt. Get their footwork, what? Quick! Mm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, Jason, thanks for filling in, but we still awesome. got to do yeah. Cox exclusive right now, and we'll go talk Let's about do that. It. Uh, Scott back tomorrow. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. If you're a Charger hater, I'm wait, sorry, wait, wait. but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> what the fuck you want me to do? Bah!